Has there been any man who told themselves that they did not live in the end times? To each man, to each person, to each society, their time, the troubles that they face within their existence, they feel as though they are final. That once whatever war or famine or plague or recession comes to an end, then that will be the end of all life. And from that point onward, the earth will be nothing more than a hollow husk, empty of all life. How many times has that sentiment been raised, and how many times has it been wrong? To each person there is, of course, an end of the world. It occurs at your deathbed. It occurs inevitably. What lies beyond that? Many would like to speculate. But the end is certain. When you look at that concept in its raw, unfiltered form, it feels like because things are finite, because there is inevitability. When you look at that concept in its raw, unfiltered form, it feels like because things are finite, because there is inevitably an end to any system, to any society, any person, any species, then that end must be soon. It must occur within your view of existence, within the time frame that you have to observe and experience. This is a flaw of our reasoning, and a flaw of our society that we have never been able to teach ourselves, at least not in a regimented way, that this notion just simply can never be true. Well, that of course isn't right. The notion will be true at some point. At some point. But to speculate on when, to say that the time is now, who is that beneficial to? You would like for me to say that the answer is nobody, that there are none who can benefit from the concept of Armageddon taking root in people's minds. But, as we have observed many times in our previous lessons, humans are a very strange sort of species. Our shared conceptions of reality, in a way, in a fashion which is almost perpendicular to typical action, our ideas about what we are, what we will be, and what we have been imprint themselves upon reality by the way they influence our actions. People believing that the end of the world will occur in their lifetime increases the chance that the notion becomes true. That the world bathes in nuclear fire or is consumed by plague, whatever, whichever, whatever demonic flavor of the day we have. And why would that be? Because imagining existence as ending sometime in your lifetime makes you feel hopeless. And the hopeless individual does not strive. They strive in no way. That is quite key. Depressed, melancholic, angry individuals will strive against the system which put them into such a situation. Hopeless individuals will not. When all the paths that an individual sees, or when more, a plurality, however, lead to nothing but certain destruction, no matter whether that assessment is correct, they see it as such. What is the use of trying? Effort, enlightenment, when put on a road that is hopeless, these things are nothing more than pain. And what do people avoid more in their lives than pain? Nothing. It is built into our biology that we avoid it, so we do. All of us, except for the very few of our number who are numb to the sensation. But all of us avoid it in some form or fashion. Belief in the end of the world occurring in your lifetime makes one slovenly. Sloth. Stupidity. Because if it's ending, what do you have to prove? 
Sometimes this can be beneficial, stirring into the individual the idea that they need to repent, to work towards a redemption. But people are, well, not entirely accurate judges of their own sin, at least mildly accurate. More accurate than an outside observer, but not by much. The average individual sees much in themselves, and much good too. In total, it boils down to an assessment which is, on average, mildly positive. You would probably say that such an assessment is inaccurate. When you look at one of your comrades, you are more than likely to brand them as evil, are you not? But evil taken in aggregate across billions of people could not result in the society that we have today. At least not evil that you measure. So the average person might seek redemption. But redemption, in the way that we understand it today, is a limited act. Limited in scope so that it cannot build or sustain a society in any way. And thus, again, an aggregate produces less good. So who benefits when the world supposedly ends? The people who hide behind your back, who wait for you to not watch, just so they might steal your goods, your power. The vultures, always there, always lazy, always hungry. They benefit. The firebrands, the people accused of new faith, they benefit. But mostly the vultures. And there have been plenty of vultures. Ever since the beginning of time, they have been a feature of our society, a feature of our species. There is no avoiding them, although avoiding them we might try. So, no matter how bad the facts may seem, no matter how dire the situation may appear, we must never profess a faith in the end. For it is not the ends that make the means, but the means that make the ends. Our beliefs forge our reality through our action, and so we, who know of this truth, must forge our own beliefs.